Best friends and Broadway superfans Jeff and Judy wait at the stage door every night to catch a glimpse of their idol Adina Menzel in the hilarious new comedy, Which Way to the Stage. And when a sexy stranger enters the scene and upends their friendship, Jeff and Judy have to go off book to rewrite their own finale. Called the best new comedy since theaters reopened by The Wrap and Zippy Fun by The New York Times, Grab your best friend and see which way to the stage at Signature Theater now through January 22nd. Get tickets at sigtheater.org. Hey, what is up, everybody? This is your boy, AJ Tripp, and welcome to The Word According to Me. This is normally a monthly podcast where I talk about what's Whatever I feel like it, I took uh, some time off in the summertime and uh, came back for a couple of podcasts. And I, I, I missed October, uh, to be very honest with you. But I, I think that was just an oversight on my part. October was a a ridiculous month for me. Uh, so I, I get one here, and I'm going to try to get one in December. I'm going to try. I'm not going to you know make any promises, but... But this one is going to be a pretty easy and pretty uh, short one uh, for you to listen to today. This, this is just about voting. Voting is election day is tomorrow. And we need you guys to go out, get out there and vote. Vote Democrat. And when we know the Democrats are going to vote Democrat. And I'm talking to those who are the, the independents and the non-Trump Republicans. And I know like you may think, well... Come on now, you know, you're going to, you know, are you really thinking that you're going to change the minds of Republicans? Well, at least maybe for, you know, two more cycles. This midterm election and then the one in 2024. Because I think these two are going to be the the biggest elections coming up. Um... In the next, you know, years, because uh, these midterm elections are going to determine what happens in the in the Senate and uh, in the House, who controls Congress. Um, many people are expecting a red wave to go over both, uh, meaning that you know there will be a a a balance of power. Um, that shifts from the Democrats holding not only the president but then Congress to the Democratic president, but the uh, Republican, um, Republican Congress. And it takes me back to a time when I was in high school, and my Earth Science teacher, you know, he he brought up something like that. He brought up that you know he would if he voted for one thing in uh in you know in for like the president, if he voted for a Democrat or a Republican, he would vote. The Congress, the other opposite thing, and obviously at the time I wasn't really too into politics. As no, I mean, I'm not into politics now, but I am just, you know, I am what I am, you know. But you know, when I think I'm back on it. That's so totally stupid, and and we've seen it the the the, the past thing, you know, the past like decade or so. Obama had uh, a Democratic Congress for two years, and and in the rest of his uh, the rest of his his terms, both both terms, he had a Republican uh, Congress and could really do 
barely anything with that. And Biden is the same thing. Biden has had two years, and he's going. And it looks like he's going to have a Republican Congress, and again, not be able to do anything. And there's even I've been seeing thing. You know, watched Bill Maher, and I was thinking about playing the Bill Maher. Um, new rules thing at the end, you know, because I thought it it it, 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 it kind of makes sense because the Republicans are going to try to go out there and they're going to take it to Congress. They're going to try to impeach Biden, get him out of the office, and and and, and do that. And and this and this this is going to be crazy. And there's a lot of election deniers out there that are on the terms that are, you know that are on the ballot out there tomorrow wherever you vote there are a bunch of governor races that are on the ballot and those races are important because they you know the governors can shape the national policy and so that's it's a really big day um you know if you don't know all 435 seats in the House of Representatives and about a third of the Senate will be determined tomorrow in tomorrow's elections. Some races are tighter than others, but there are some out there that, you know, some may change and some may stay the same. Um, you know, there's the, the Senate races for, you know, in Philadelphia, we got one guy Dr. Oz, who is, you know, a television doctor, where he wants to be a, you know, a senator. And we get the other guy, I mean, I think his name is Fetterman. I guess he's had some health issues and wants to know if he's physically healthy enough to be a, a senator. Oprah has come out and, and, and even though Oprah brought Dr. Oz to the, to the scene, she has come out you know, for Federal because he's a Democrat. She's a Democrat. And in Georgia, we got this the mockery down there. I don't know what the hell Georgia was ever thinking. How did Herschel Walker get to be the Republican nominee for the, the Senate against, you know, there was no other Republicans that were running or... Uh, and he's running against Raphael Warnock, who's a reverend and who really should not be a senator to do the things of church and state. You shouldn't be a reverend and have to and take political stances and political, you know, um, places. That should not be happening. So all of these things are just ridiculous out there and there's so much stuff you know we could talk about that you know abortion is on the ballot as you know roe versus wade has been deemed gone by the supreme court but ballots in california in michigan and vermont will bolster abortion rights protections in their state constitution kentucky Ballot will reject any constitutional right to abortion. Montana's Born Alive Infant Protection Act would subject 
medical providers to fines in prison time if they don't provide life-saving care to infants, including those born alive after an abortion. All of this is, is, is happening, right? And then talk about some of the other issues. Critical race theory is going to be a big one here. Trans rights are on the ballot. LGBTQ issues are on the ballot. They are shaping political contests from local school board races to campaigns from governors, state legislature, and even in the Congress itself. There are some big things on the ballot. And this also might decide who's going to run for president in 2024. As we all know, Donald Trump is looking to be like he's back on, his, on the thing and headed for 2024. And him and Ron DeSantis are starting it already. He, Donald Trump called Ron DeSantis, the Florida, the the, the, the governor of Florida, called him, um, what did he call him, Ron DeSantimonious or something like that. So he's out there starting right now. So who knows what else is going to happen? It, it is... Just such a big deal, this midterm election. And like I said, that leads into you know, 2024. And that being maybe the most biggest election. Because if, if, if things are right and it happens we get the red wave, we get a Republican Congress, whether it's Donald Trump, or Ron DeSantis, or whoever else is in there, the Republicans will be back into power, and they could do things that even some of the people that they say they fight for don't want. Right? I believe the the quote was, and I'm going to try to do a quick Google search here, but I believe the quote was was that like 55% of Republicans actually want abortion. Let's see, Republican voters on abortion. Let's see. Quick, quick Google search and see if I can get something here really quick for you guys. Um, so this is from June 27th, 2022. Let's see if I, if I get a, if I, if I can get a thing. Let's see here. Okay. Republicans who favor legal abortion are much less religious than other Republicans. So, I don't know, let's see here, I guess. Um, so, 46% of conservatives think abortion should be legal in all most cases. So, it's, I mean, it's it it's, tells you, like, right there. That they actually would be okay. Now, still, uh, again, you know, they also say that, you know, you know, that it, it is it is what it is, you know. So it's it's on the list, and and I have some issues with the abortion laws as well. But I I would rather have it for the women who. You know who who needed for the other things other than determination of their pregnancy. It's you know I can't go into all of it, but it's it's a lot of things. You know, 
it, it's it's more than just terminating a pregnancy. It could be saving the 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 um the the woman's life. So, so much stuff is on the ballot, including slavery. Believe it or not, check this out. Five states have slavery on the ballot ballot in 2022. This comes from the BBC uh, News, BBC.com. So, this is by Max Matza, BBC News, Seattle. It's 157 years since the U.S. Constitution banned chattel slavery, in which one person is the legal property of another, but left in left in place an exemption for convicted prisoners. Throughout most of the U.S., slavery is still legal as a as punishment for a crime. But on November 8th, voters in five states, Alabama, Louisiana, Oregon, Tennessee, and Vermont, will decide whether to remove these exemptions from their state constitution in an effort to ban slavery entirely. The outcome could enable prisoners to challenge forced labor. Some 800,000 currently work for pennies. Or for nothing at all. Seven states do not pay prison workers any wage for most job assignments. Supporters of the uh, supporters of change say it is an exploitative loophole that must be closed. But critics argue the move is an unaffordable and could lead to unintended consequences in the criminal justice system. The roots of modern of the modern system origin originate in the centuries of enslavement of African Americans. Human rights researchers say. In the years after slavery was outlawed, laws were passed that specifically aimed to suppress black communities and force them into prisons where they would be required to work. Now, some of imprisoned black Americans are still forced to pick cotton and other crops on southern plantations where their forefathers were kept in chains. Quote, the United States of America has never had a day without codified slavery. Unquote, says Curtis Ray Davis II, who spent over 25 years studying hard labor in the Louisiana prison for a murder that he did not commit, but he was pardoned in 2019. Mr. Davis held a variety of jobs at the notorious Louisiana State Penitentiary, nicknamed Angola, after the plantation for which many of the African slaves in the area were brought. Quote, I worked for 25 years and came home with $124, quote, unquote, says Mr. Davis, who was never paid more than 20 cents per hour for his work, which he says was, quote, against my will and at gunpoint, unquote. Around 75% of prisoners at the penitentiary are black, according to the Innocence Project, a group that works to exonerate wrongly convicted prisoners. They argue that Angola is essentially a place where American slavery never ended. And uh, I'm not going to read, read this all, but it just goes on and on and on. Uh, Colorado, Nebraska, Utah have passed measures banning all forms of slavery since 20, 2018. And there are just, and, and there's a whole bunch of other things as well here. They're all on the ballot. So, as you get ready to go out tomorrow and vote and vote for who you want to be the leaders of your state the leaders of this country the leaders of your your future uh, your family your kids your daughters your sons everything like that nieces and nephews brothers and sisters even maybe 
to go out there and vote. Remind, remember all of these things that are happening. And the things that you things that you saw in the Trump administration. Yes, maybe you're not obsessed with Joe Biden. And yes, Joe Biden makes a lot of missteps and says the wrong thing and does things that you Biden Biden you um, raise an eyebrow to. But isn't aren't him and the Democrats better than anything the Republicans could do? Really? And again, this is this is not gonna change the mind of any of the hardcore staunch Republicans, the MAGA Republicans, however you want to call them. I'm talking to those independents and talking to those non-Trump Republicans who were who were you know who were this This so disinterested in what Trump did and all the things that Trump said, and here we are a couple years from maybe having him back. Is it really that bad? Who knows? Maybe I'm just speaking into the ether, and that could be very, very much because I actually truly do believe that the Democrats are going to vote for Democrats, Republicans are going to vote for Republicans. No matter what, but I, w- I also would like to think that there are some things that I wouldn't vote for a Democrat for. Just you know, just you know, just, you know, just because he's a Democrat. You know, I, back in you know when I first moved down here in twenty twenty, I voted. Um, I, I live in North Carolina now. I voted for Chicago, voting the Chicago election in 2020. And I didn't vote for Kim Fox, Fox. You know, even though she's a Democrat, I voted for the, it was either the other Democrat or the Republican. And the reason why I did that is because Kim Fox is obviously, you know, crooked. Obviously crooked. She didn't want to, you know, do Jesse Smollett. You know, she, 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 did all of the the crimes of of, of black people? You know, she like she undid them, uh, even though there was no evidence so whatsoever that they were, you know, wrongfully convicted or anything like that. She did it because they were black and she was black. So she needs she she needs she needed to go. I believe she's still up there right now. I don't know if she's on the midterm ballot. I don't, I'm not not going to vote in this election. Um, uh, and uh, I don't know that might seem hypocritical, but I'm going back to sh- Chicago um, next year, so I I, I, I just didn't think it would be right to um, vote down here in North Carolina, and I don't and I, and I don't know if I could have voted in the the uh, in the ones for Illinois. To be honest, with you, I didn't check it. Maybe I could have, and that's on me. But I'm not voting in this one because I'm going back to Chicago next year. So, but it's it's no, she was she was awful, and I voted for it. And I would I would do it if there was someone else. Like if Herschel Walker was a Democrat, I don't I, I don't know if I could vote for him because how freaking stupid he is. He's ridiculously told said on national TV with a. Sh- Straight fucking face. 
put my record up against Obama. What the fuck have you done in politics, Herschel Walker, to be to say to for you to have the nerve and the gall and the audacity to sit up on national TV and say, put my record up against Barack Obama? Get the fuck out of here. But we'll see. We'll see if those Republicans in Georgia vote for him. Those independents in Georgia vote for him. We'll wait and see. We'll find out tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a big night on television. A lot of you know races are going to be be on be on the thing, and you know, I don't know. Um, usually Tuesday nights for me are are uh, NXT. Uh, other uh, last week I watched the Bulls game. I waited later to watch NXT. There's gonna be basketball on tomorrow night. Maybe it might be on. I don't know. It might be off because because exactly of that. Uh, let's quickly take a quick look. Uh, let's see, TNT, um, let's go down here, yeah, to 7 o'clock, and go to Tuesday, oh, no, yep, yep, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> they, they got hockey on, <laughs> yeah, nobody watches hockey anyway, so, let's put hockey on on Tuesday, when the, the, uh, uh, <laughs> when the election results are going to be on. Makes sense. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm probably going to have it on, be watching it and seeing what everything is out there. So I, I, I am imploring you to go out and vote, vote Democrat. Because there are a lot of things that could change. And if you were upset at the fact that, you know, the Roe versus Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court, if you're worried that things like gay marriage and trans transgender rights and all other things are going to be start to be overturned by, you know, the Republicans and but we wonder why Republicans care so much about these things. Then yeah, I, I think it's it's probably your duty to go out and vote and vote Democrat. I really do. Again, not saying that you have to change your party and be a Democrat. But I, I, I really do believe this year, 2022 and 2024, are going to be the elections that change the course of America and whether it becomes the country that we want to be or the country that only, you know, that we don't want to be. And I know there are some people out there that want this country to be one sort of thing. And another country that wants it to be another one. If, if one side wants it to be great, one side wants it to be great again. And this country is great. And I think it can, it's, can stay great. By the way, I have not mentioned anything about any of the guns and the mass killings and shootings that have happened, you know, forever in a day. That, you know, that I'm sure that's on the ballot somewhere too. So, yeah, I said I didn't want to make this a too long of a podcast. 
just just wanted to go just wanted to give my opinions read some stuff for you guys and just say if you if you're tired of mass shootings if you're tired of treated being treated like second class citizens if you if you're just overall tired of the you know the ridiculousness that the Republicans spew and misinformation that they spew each and every day on television you should probably go out and vote Democrat. All right, that's gonna be it for me this evening, this morning, whatever this is. I'm recording this podcast. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, especially this episode. I know politics isn't everyone's thing, and if you listen to my podcast, you probably don't want to listen to politics a lot. You probably listen to it to try to get away from it, but this is a special time right now with election day being tomorrow. So, yeah, I really do appreciate it. if you have listened to this. I thank you very much. Make sure you check out my other podcast if you like sports. No politics involved in there. Um, the game, according to me, you can find it on many different uh, avenues and places. So just search the game, according to me. Which, by the way, I received an email. Yeah, this podcast is hosted by Sounder, and Sounder will be leaving. Uh, I think at uh, at the end of this year. So I'm going to at some point be moving all of my stuff over to Anchor. So if you're listening to this podcast, um, like uh, you know, there's a possibility that this podcast will be gone. I will be keeping up with you um, in the new year. That's what probably that's what that is what probably I'll do in the the podcast for the new year. This. Um, I'm going to move this podcast over to Anchor FM, and I will tell you all of the places that you can find this podcast. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would probably just say, just say, um, just continue to, to check up on me. Go to Sonda.fm, go to Anchor.fm, and uh, search the game according to me, search the word according to me, and to keep, to keep up with these podcasts as um, things are going to change over the next couple months. All right, guys. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. This is your boy, AJ Tripp, signing off. As always, be good to each other, y'all. Be careful out there. And I am out. Best friends and Broadway superfans Jeff and Judy wait at the stage door every night to catch a glimpse of their idol, Adina Menzel, in the hilarious new comedy, Which Way to the Stage? And when a sexy stranger enters the scene and upends their friendship, Jeff and Judy have to go off book to rewrite their own finale. Called the best new comedy since theaters reopened by The Wrap and Zippy Fun by The New York Times. Grab your best friend and see which way to the stage at Signature Theater now through January 22nd. Get tickets at SigTheater.org.